Hey guys, we're back again with Chop Shop Sports here to talk Week 8 NFL football. I'm Paul, joined with Riley. Brian, unfortunately unable to make it at brunch with his mother today. Sweet guy. Um, yeah, we're here to talk a little bit, recap Week 7, and then talk about the Week 8 matchups. A lot of great matchups this week. First, Riley, I want to get your take on the Seahawks-Cardinals game. I know we watched that one. Uh, great game. Uh, the Cardinals actually icing their own kicker that forces the game into overtime. And then a costly Russell Will, a couple costly Russell Wilson turnovers in that game. What are your thoughts on the Seahawks last week? Well, what I saw in that game really concerns me for their chances at a Super Bowl this year. You look at Russell Wilson didn't play like Superman. Like he had he had an average game. He had, he had three turnovers, but you look at it, I mean, they weren't all his fault. But, I mean, still in the in the driver's seat for MVP, but you look, if he doesn't have, like, an incredible game, they're a very beatable team, which I think is going gonna, is gonna to hurt him in the long run. Yeah, that defense, once again, got exposed. They did make a move to get Dunlap. I don't know how much that's going to help in the long run. This team definitely gives up a lot of points. Um, gave up 30 to New England, 31 to Dallas. 23 to Miami, 26 to a struggling Minnesota, and then 37 last week. I think this team, I think this loss in the long run will be good for them. They did lose to a good Cardinals team. Let's let's not take that for granted. The Cardinals are a good team. They are 5-2. So I wouldn't overreact to this loss, but the mistakes that Wilson made were uncharacteristic. I don't expect that going forward. Obviously, the DK Metcalf play saved a touchdown um that was unreal but Tyler Lockett another fantastic game 200 yards three touchdowns I mean you can't make those numbers up in video games so I think this team not time to hit the panic button but time to be aware that this team has to score a lot of points and that just doesn't happen as much in the playoffs next take I want to ask you on Riley is about Andy Dalton getting hit. There was some controversy with uh, Mike McCarthy being upset that his team didn't go make some noise after the late hit there. What are your thoughts on that? Obviously, you got to step in and protect your quarterback a little bit. Blatantly dirty hit. Um, I, I don't know if you go as far as like when Marquise Pouncey came after Miles Garrett. Obviously, the helmet swings a little bit more than, than just a hit. Uh, I do think I do think the offensive line's got to come to his aid a little bit. I don't think do anything to get themselves ejected, but you know, let definitely let them know that they're there. Uh, so I understand Mike McCarthy's frustration, um, but I think you know, guy got tossed out of the game. Obviously, had a bigger bigger impact on uh, on the Cowboys. You know, I have to lean on Ben DiNucci, I believe yep. the the seventh round rookie uh, on that roster. So I mean. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. What's amazing about the Cowboys is they have been pathetic all season long. They did have a couple come from behind wins, but the team has not been good. Um, Dak Prescott, even before he got hurt, put up a lot of fake numbers with fourth quarter, big fourth quarters, not early in the game. What's amazing is a win on Sunday night, and they're in first place in the division, in the driver's seat. Um, that, that baffles me how bad that division is and it's 
I think the winner of this division will definitely be worse than the Seahawks. I think in 2011 that knocked out the Saints in the first round with the Marshawn Lynch earthquake run. They got in at 7-9. and nine. This is a whole, whole nother level of pathetic. The winner of this division might only have six wins. If the, the Eagles could get in at 6 Nine and one. That's it's it's pitiful. Do you think the NFL needs to restructure their playoff seating where a potential sub five hundred team gets to host the playoff game? Well, you look at it and everybody always makes fun of the NFC East, you know, like, oh they're bad every year, but I don't think we've seen it to this magnitude to where like Absolutely not. three of them are bottom four, bottom five teams. And like it, it is it's just it's bad it's hard to watch Uh, i can't imagine being a fan of any of those franchises right now Uh, but i think this will open the nfl's eyes a little bit to to saying you know if you're a division winner but the wild card team has more wins than you i think the wild card team hosts i I think it should be straight seeding just based on your win percentage so here's another interesting point i had this debate with the diehard packers fan about i almost think that it would be better to be Second place in a good division where you're playing the Eagles or the Cowboys or, God forbid, the Washington football team in the first round as the if you are the number one wildcard team, so you're fifth in the NFC, versus being the two seed. Historically, you get a bye if you're in the top two. That's not the case this year. Um, I think it's almost better to be that number one wildcard team and get a cupcake win against an, the NFC East. I mean, do you have any disagreements with that? No, I totally agree. If you're a coach, I don't know why you wouldn't shoot for that. Like, they, they, they are pathetic. I mean, you you look at the Packers or the Bears potentially, if either one of them doesn't go on to win the division, uh, one of them won't win the division and could potentially be that number one wild card spot as the Bears are five and two. You also got the Cardinals who are five and two. So the NFC West theoretically could get all four teams in. Uh, I don't see that. I don't see the Bears or the Saints not. Um, one of those two teams not making it or uh, uh, <clears throat> another division getting a second team in. But it's not a bad spot to be in to be the number one wild card team. Although you don't get the home game, you do get to play against one of the worst teams in football, regardless of the record, because all the teams still have at least three, four more divisional games. The Eagles play the Cowboys and they play everybody again. So Eagles could end up with six wins all in the division and that's their six wins to get in the playoffs. I, I think that's a, not a bad spot to be in. Another team that's struggling right now for, in, in a different way, they're still in the driver's seat of the division, but the Buffalo Bills have been bad the last two weeks. Um, last three weeks, actually. They, did, they squeaked out a win against the Jets. No touchdowns. What are your thoughts on the Bills? I think bottom line, Josh Allen needs to play better. I mean, like, the defense giving up 10 points to the Jets, like, that's not, like, I mean, like, why? Like, there's nothing bad about no. that. Giving up 10 points in an NFL game. Yeah. I mean, anybody can put up 10. Like, it's not like they're going out giving up touchdown after touchdown. But Josh Allen needs to just be better. He's like, he's not, he's, he looks like he's taking those steps back that we thought he may have taken forward after last year. And uh, I think as a Bills fan, it's got to be a little bit scary uh, going here. The fact that you're looking to be threatened by, the the Miami Dolphins in the division, um, which I mean you got to think that division's probably now the second worst division in football. It, it's right yep. up there. And I mean, you know, AFC South isn't great either, but 
Uh, I mean, the AFC South has two uh, four-win teams, four-plus-win teams. The Texans, I don't think, are a one-and-four football team. I, I think they are better than that. You're right. They're one-and-six. I'm sorry. They are better, though, than that one-and-six record versus the the Jets, who are the worst team in football. The Pats are two-and-four. The Dolphins are 500. And those two, that's, that's another, you know, those are the the seventh and sixth worst divisions of football. Right, and talk about looking pitiful. Cam Newton last week, that was tough. Well, that's where I was going to go with this. Bills, and we'll talk about it more when we discuss games, but the Bills have not historically done well against the Pats. I know this isn't the your, your, your uncle's Patriots, but there's still that mental block that they haven't been able to get past. Even when they were good, the Bills were good last year and the Pats weren't great, they still lost both games. I think that... This could be an upset this week that really derails the Bills' season and a Dolphins' upset victory this week, and all of a sudden you're only a game ahead, and the Dolphins still get to play you twice. I mean, again, not time to hit the panic button if you're Buffalo, but we thought the cupcake game against the Bills, or I'm sorry, against the Jets was going to get Josh Allen on track, and it didn't. With that in mind, oh, last game I want to talk about from last week before we move on. Besides, there were a lot of great games. One I want to highlight is Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield. And is this something that could be an annual matchup? Um, you got three really good quarterbacks now in that division with, well, four. But long term, you got three potential franchise guys playing, and it's fun to watch early. Yeah, I I totally agree. You look at the AFC North historically has had great games you look at i mean it's usually baltimore pittsburgh had those the epic clashes Mm -hmm. uh especially you know late in the year it's always cold up in up in those stadiums i mean maybe as long as cincinnati doesn't lose the rest of their games this year i don't think joe burrow will have a problem staying there long term and i think as long as the browns continue to show the improvement and the success that they've had this season that they won't move on from baker mayfield anytime soon so i do think that it'll be great to watch these three battle it out over the next 10 plus years yeah joe burrow is not going anywhere regardless of how this season goes i think the bengals know that they're bad but the the browns are an interesting one and baker has been on the hot seat and I think he's played very well the last couple games since their embarrassment uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, they lost. They they did get embarrassed by Pittsburgh as well uh, last week. But overall, Baker's played well. Do you think the OBJ injury is going to make this team take a step back? Um, anytime you lose a great player, it hurts. But I don't think that he takes too much talent off of the roster because they're so loaded at their skill position. Yep, absolutely. I, I think they're going to be more than able to cover up for, for what he's brought to the it team. It might almost be one of those addition by subtractions, one less one less headache maybe. I don't know. I don't want to call OBJ a headache with the way he's played this year, but they have a lot of weapons. I don't see a major dip um, from this Browns team. Now, unlike the Saints when they lost Michael Thomas, they clearly had a wide receiver deficiency. That's not the case with the Browns they still have a lot of weapons still got the best backfield uh, when Chubb is uh, when he comes back and he's healthy stop talking about week seven and let's move on to week eight and looking ahead to what will be another great week of football I know it it's been a weird year it's been really tough predicting some of these games last week we didn't even talk Bill's Jets and it almost the Jets almost pulled off the upset it was very close for a long time so I imagine there's going to be one or two wacky games this week that 
have results that nobody's expecting. But we're going to start with that Bills-Pats matchup. Bills are the favorite at home. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, I think it's really tough to play up in Buffalo, um, especially, you know, we're starting to get a little bit colder outside up here in the Northeast. Um, and the Patriots have just been so pitiful the last few weeks, not to say that the Bills haven't, but I, I do I do see the Bills pulling one out here at home. Yeah, I agree. I think the Bills are a good enough football team to get by. Their defense has been shaky, which could be a... a a spark plug for Cam Newton to get back, but Cam Newton knows he's on the hot seat here in, in New England. He needs to play better. He He's had a couple weeks off. There's definitely some rust, but he came out on fire at the beginning of the year with a lot of rust, so I don't see why that's an excuse now. I like Buffalo to win this game, and what will be, to me, I think it, it's going to be back and forth. You might you might see a Bills blowout. I don't I don't think that will happen, but I wouldn't be shocked. I think this one will be back and forth. I don't think the Bills will ever lose control, but the Pats, I think, will have a chance to win in the fourth quarter. Bengals-Titans, uh, opposite records, essentially 1-5-1 and one for the Bengals. Titans 5-1 and one, uh, with their loss coming last week to Pittsburgh. A great game that was. How does this one play out? Uh, I don't see the Titans coming out slow like they did against Pittsburgh. Uh, they they closed that game well, played played well down the stretch. Um, Bengals, I think, are going to have a little bit of a letdown game after putting up some big numbers against the Browns. I see Tennessee taking this one pretty easily. So the Bengals, other than the Week 1, lost to the Chargers, but they gave up 16 points. They've given up 23-plus, and that 23 came against the Eagles. The next lowest is the Ravens with 27, and that one was a bigger blowout than the 27-3 score. I see the Titans having no problems offensively, and I think their defense is better than the Browns. I think Tennessee wins this one by a touchdown easily. Raiders and Browns, two teams heading in opposite directions. The Raiders getting um, blown out by the Bucks last week after beating the Chiefs, a little hangover there. And they've lost... They've had some tough losses, losing to the Bills by 7, Patriots by 16. Other than that, they've had three good wins. What team needs this win more? I'd have to say that the Raiders definitely need it more. Uh, the Browns, if they take a loss, they're still in, they're still in the position to get the wild card yep. uh, in the AFC there, especially with a bunch of divisional games left. Um, I think the Raiders are such an interesting team. I know that you and I are both pretty high on them, and I know Brian thinks they're, they're, they're a good team as well. Um, the Browns have just been so on and off for me, and the, the Raiders last week was pretty uncharacteristic, I think. I think the Raiders bounce back and get the upset win here. I know the, the line is Cleveland minus 2.5, so I would definitely take the Raiders there. You know, I agree 100%. The Raiders losing this game I would almost be – a season-ending loss we're not going to go that far it's only the halfway point but they'll then be sub 500 in an AFC that is top heavy I think that they need this win significantly more however as good as the Raiders have played I want to take the Browns meaning that the Raiders will win this ball game Um, I'm taking the Browns but they love to disappoint us so expect the Raiders to win this football game Moving on, an interesting matchup. If I told you the Lions were going to be 3-3 three and three heading into Week 8 at the start of the season, 
you would have laughed at me. That's the case right now. Remember, they started out hot last year before losing like 13 in a row where they had a lead in every single one of those games, I believe, in the second half. Matt, uh, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback and was the honey badger that wanted to emphasize that. He's 12th all-time in fourth-quarter comebacks. I think we're seeing how good Matt Stafford can be with a high school team around him. How does this one play out against a really, really good Colts defense? Well, you look at the Lions here, 3-1 and one on the road so far this year. Playing a Colts team that I think we're a little bit lower on than we were at one point. Haven't been playing terrific as of late. I know got the win against the Bengals their last time out in a close one. I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I think I'm going to take the Lions in an upset. <clears throat> I think this one's going to be decided by three points either way. I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts to win by three. In this one, look for this one to be probably a lower scoring game. Um, Colts offense isn't terrific. Lions defense isn't um, isn't terrific. So we'll see how those two um, match up. So we'll see how this one plays out. I'm going to take the Colts by a field goal. Let's talk about your one and five Vikings going up against the pissed off Green Bay Packers, five and one. A big win last week against Houston after their embarrassing loss to the Bucks. Was it Greg Jennings, I believe, said when he got to Minneapolis that they said beat Green Bay, and he thought that was the weirdest thing because Green Bay never talked about beating the Vikings or the Bears or the Lions. They only talked about Super Bowls. How's this one play out? First of all, how dare the Packers think they're going to get to the Super Bowl every year? Because they never do. Or at least they don't seem to. Not that we are ever there either, but the the Packers' postseason success is, hasn't been very good since the very beginning. Um, the Vikings, I mean, they're a lot better, I think, than the record shows. Uh, had a lot of close games, and they've played good teams relatively well. You look at the one-point loss to the Titans. Um, one-point loss to the Seahawks as well. Yes, as as well. The, oh, my God still have nightmares about that game um but you really don't know what you're gonna get when we take the field um you know my father would reach all the way over from michigan and slap me if i said anything different so i'm gonna take the minnesota vikings here in a close one such a homer pick it's not even funny yeah i admitted it yeah the packers roll this one i don't think this one it's probably gonna be close early i don't see it being close late I think the Packers are on a mission right now to prove that they are better than the performance they put against the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers on a mission this year trying to get his uh, get another MVP under his belt. I think the Packers win this one relatively easily. Chiefs-Jets. I feel like we haven't talked about the Jets in a football game in a while. And last week, they almost made us eat our words for not talking about them. Somebody on the Chiefs came out and said that because they're 0-7, we forget that this is a good football team. <laughs> Laughable. I think everybody is confused by that. That is textbook coaching being like every team you play is good. That's just not the case with this Jets team. The line is 20 points right now. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Can the Chiefs cover a 20-point spread? Um, well, I think it depends how early they decide to let Pat Mahomes rest or take their foot off the gas pedal. I think if they wanted to, they'd have no problem covering that spread, and I I think they do win by 21. Yeah, this is one where you take the teaser and 
take a 10-point teaser, get the Jets to plus 30, because I don't think the Chiefs will win by 30, but they very easily could. Um, yeah, Chiefs big in this one. Unfortunately, I, I really was looking for it. I think that's the real reason Brian went to brunch today with, with his mom, so he could avoid yep. making a freezing cold take about Tua against Aaron Donald in this matchup. 5-2 and two Rams, a big win on Monday night against the Bears. Against the 3-3 three and three Dolphins. No homer pick here. How's it looking? Uh, definitely going to take the Rams. They've been playing pretty well as of late. Beat the Bears 24-10. Really, I think, showed us who the Bears really are as a football team. Really, just strange loss against the 49ers. But other than that, should have won every other game on their schedule. And played well enough to win those games. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams by 10 here. I think Tua comes out and uh, kind of pees down his leg a little bit in his first game. Uh, I see I see at least one turnover from him, and I, I don't see great stats being put up. I know Brian was really optimistic about that two for two for nine yards in his first outing. But, uh, yeah, Rams on this one. Since week one, where they put up 11 against the Patriots, they have scored 24-plus in every game this year. I'm sorry, 23 or more in every game this year. Granted, their schedule has been more of a cupcake, um, with the best team being the Bills that they've played. Um, well, they play the Seahawks, I'm sorry. But talking about defenses, they put up 43 against the struggling 49ers team, 24 against the Jets. I think the Dolphins have a real chance this week. Um, I'm going to take the upset here with the Dolphins with this three and a half point spread I think the Dolphins have a chance to win by a field goal I'm going to save the last one o'clock game for last we did it a couple weeks ago and it ended up being a pitiful Browns Steelers game but we'll save that one for later Chargers Broncos I love this matchup in the sense that we get to see Justin Herbert play against Drew Locke talk about teams a division with quarterbacks of the future you got Drew Locke Justin Herbert Pat Mahomes and Derek Carr these four quarterbacks are going to be in the league for a lot of time, a uh, long time. And I think the NF- AFC West will be one of the best divisions in football for the next 10 years. How does this matchup against two, two and four teams play out? Um, I'm going to take the chargers based on the simple fact that drew lock is not as good as Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is an absolute stud and I have, I have a tough time seeing the Broncos beating the Chargers. The Chargers, 2-4, and four, very, very well. Could have a much better record than that. I'm going to take the Chargers by a touchdown in this one. I agree with you 100%. I think I really do like Justin Herbert. I think he's playing fantastic. And I think he goes out and has a good good game against a bad, against a bad Broncos defense. Justin Herbert has... I think he's got 12 touchdowns 12 touchdowns to his three interceptions he's thrown for almost 300 yards a game i don't see the broncos having enough offense to compete with this this um with the chargers offense so i'm going to take the chargers to win by a touchdown but it'll be a this will be one of those good four or five games to watch if you are a football fan 49ers seahawks 49ers are a win away from being right back in the divisional conversation along with a wild card spot after a pitiful stretch there in the middle in Seattle how does this one fare 
A uh, big bounce back week from Seattle and Russell Wilson, I think, and the, I don't think the 49ers can keep pace with the Seahawks offense, taking the Seahawks by 10. Yeah, the 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 49ers did have back-to-back good wins after pitiful performances, beating a good Rams team and then embarrassing the Patriots. I would be taking the 49ers if the Seahawks won against the Cardinals. They lost. They're going to have a chip on the shoulder. Russell Wilson will probably throw for four-plus touchdowns, 300 yards easily. I think the Seahawks win this one big. Talk about the Monday night matchup. We got the Giants and the Bucks, And we're not going to talk about this one in the sense of the game. Talk about two teams going opposite directions. Buccaneers are playing great football right now. How good of a show did they put on this week? Oh, I, I think they just continue to keep going up. Um, I think it's hilarious that they signed A.B. just to, like, give Tom Brady, like, a little, like, here, he did a great job the last few weeks. Let us give you a little present. Um, the funny thing about the Giants that they're not out of their division no. at all at 1-6. No. and six. So I think it'll be interesting because they still have something to play for. Yep. Um, and so I don't, I don't think the Giants will play pitifully, but I think the Buccaneers do run them uh, in the sense that I think the Buccaneers have just been underrated uh, from, from our standpoint in the power rankings. Personally, I think they could very easily be a top-two team in football. Yeah, this one's not going to be close. I'm curious to see how Antonio Brown gels with this receiving core. You heard Bruce Arians talk about Mike Evans doesn't care if he touches the ball. Chris Godwin's the same way. What type of A-B will we see? That's the interesting on this Monday night matchup. Right, because that's three big fish in one pond. Like, three very, very good receivers. Not to mention, what's it, the Miller? Like, deep ball threat that had another great week Oh yeah, for yeah. the Bucks. They got good receivers be interesting to watch this just how this team gels buccaneers still playing madden ultimate team well yeah but that, that's what we that's what we said right at the beginning of the year they lost one game and now they've been on an absolute tear, tear. so i i misspoke espn the games that i look at the espn has my two favorites up top so i missed them let's talk about my team the saints playing against the chicago bears it's gonna kill you to say it. who's winning this one well to be, you're, on, to you're be honest, a, I'm you're not going to lose lose. I say, to be honest, I, I won't really be happy if either. I'd love to see a tie. No. I, think, I think that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'll predict a tie. Uh, so I am going to say that the Saints are going to win just because I really hate the Bears and I think we they showed this past week how bad they are. Yeah, this the the game on Monday night really proved that this team is not where it needs to be. They are not a legit 5-2 and two team. The record is well inflated. Michael Thomas ideally will be back this week. We thought he'd be back last week. Look for the Saints to win by a touchdown plus. 8 o'clock game, late time, prime time. Thank God there will be no – actually, for the Cowboys, thank God there won't be any – Eagles fans, there might be a few. I'm not sure what Philly is doing. Let's talk about this one. Does the rookie pull some magic and upset the Eagles to take a stronghold in this division? Ben DiNucci, what does he have, Riley? I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of him before this week. 
And I, to be honest, I, I have no clue what this guy is going to bring to the table. Um, coming out of where? Where did he come James out of? Paul, Madison, James Madison JMU. University, seventh round pick. Not even sure how he got on a draft board, if we're being honest. But good for him. Uh, his mom and dad got to be got to be really nervous. Probably just about as nervous as him to see baby boy go in there. Uh, his first NFL game. They're playing. James Madison University, that's in the Colonial Conference, right? Yep. Colonial Athletic Association. Wow. FCS, um, baby. Wow. FCS. Hey, maybe maybe he's Carson once and comes out and has a good first year and then turns into something nobody thought he was going to be. Just <laughs> straight up bad. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you got to wish this guy the best. Um, I mean, thank goodness they're not playing a really good team in his first game. Uh, I think the Cowboys all around have just played too poor. To, to support him, so I think the Eagles squeak one out. This is how much confidence I have in Carson Wentz. I'm picking the Cowboys. Stephen A. Smith will laugh at me when they lose. That's my favorite part of the Cowboys losing is watching Stephen A.'s reaction um, and his reaction towards Cowboys fans. I think the I think the Cowboys have a very good football team. They really do. They just don't have a quarterback right now. I think that they are able to squeak something together. Piece something together and squeak one out this week. I'm going to take the Cowboys. This is my upset pick for the week as they are a nine-point dog going into the Sunday night matchup. Last game on the docket. Ravens-Steelers. How does this one go? We're playing in Baltimore. How's this one looking? I don't know that playing in Baltimore... Is a, is a huge uh, advantage for the Ravens this week. Um, both teams are going to come out fired up. I'd love to see the Steelers lose. Uh, I really don't like Big Ben. Uh, I think they he's just very fortunate to have always had an incredible defense. Yep. Uh, across and from and once again, they have that. Yeah, they're the best front seven in football. Um, and it's really hard to make a case for anybody else. Um Regardless, it's a tough one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut here and take the Ravens to squeak one out against the Steelers. I've been low on the Steelers all my life, out of spite for my family. Um, I like to stir the pot, as you know. I get to do that every Thanksgiving. I will probably do that again at Thanksgiving. I'm gonna take the Steelers in this one. They're six and zero. They're playing good football. Juju hasn't really even done a whole lot. They're doing it on. With uh, Claypool, I believe is his name. James Conner's a good back. expect this one to be one where both defenses duke it out. I expect this one to be low scoring. And the Steelers are pulling off. I'm thinking something like 21-17. I'm going to take the Steelers to close out our picks for the week. Chop Shop Sports fans, we have a special guest on the show today that I want to bring on. Big Seahawks fan, runs a very successful brew page on Instagram. I want to introduce our friend Colby and welcome him to the show. Hey, Polly, Thank you for having me on the show today. Couldn't be more excited to be here to you know discuss over some brews and obviously, of course, my Seahawks. So you run Colby's underscores brews on Instagram? I do, I do. And how's that been going for you? Uh, it's been good. You know, I started out the page over the quarantine. I, got, I was home for a little bit. My dad, he kind of showed me the route, showed me the, showed me the way to get the beer, yeah, get beer going, you know, and what I wanted to do when I was going to try my beer, and um, I, all I do is I go out, find a bunch of IPAs, Belgian brews that I like, just drop reviews for the people to see them. 
So let's start with your Seahawks. I know you pop in every Sunday night. It seems they're playing every Sunday night or Monday, and you pop in and watch a few possessions and go back to your room. So, so hey, how, how about them Seahawks? Yeah, how about them Seahawks is the classic line. You're not wrong. How about them Seahawks? How man? diehard of a fan are you? You know, I grew up in Seattle my whole life. Been going to Hawks games. I was there. I saw a few games the year they won the Super Bowl. Great, great teams. Wish we still had the defense that we had back in the day, but uh, not quite the case no more. We got a dynamic offense led by what I think is the best group of receivers in the NFL. It's debatable. Good take, though. I like it. You know, you got honestly the most underrated receiver in the NFL, and Tyler Lockett. I agree. I agree 100%. I don't think anybody really knows about if you're not a diehard football. And I don't know if you know about Tyler Lockett. He's not the biggest, flashiest. Yeah, I don't think you're... If you're not a Seahawks fan or a diehard football fan, I don't think you know about the, the little guy from Seattle. I mean, every every week he seems to be popping a touchdown in the end zone. Every Last week. week he had three. So what are your thoughts on their, on their tough loss and Russell Wilson's play? So I actually was talking about this the other day with uh, my current football coach about uh, what, we, what we were discussing. And what we saw was that for the Seahawks to win, Russell Wilson has to be great every single week. He yep. can't have a good game, which is what he had last week. He has to have a great game, week in, week out. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we talked about earlier in the show. How's it looking this week for your Seahawks? You know, 49ers a little banged up, but they got momentum. And Seahawks coming off a loss. I like this game at home or is it away? Not, you know, that doesn't even matter anymore because fans in, can't go. It's in Seattle. Normally, I'd say we got the home field advantage. You know, the twelfth man big game, but 12th man. no twelfth man advantage. It's gonna be a tough one, but I, I still gotta go with my Seahawks in this one. Gotta go with your Seahawks. Homer picks all around. We can assume Brian would have taken the Dolphins to beat the Rams. No obviously, doubt about that. Obviously. Again, he went to brunch, so he didn't have to didn't have to discuss and and take a take that is going to be laughed at next week on the show. Colby, before you sign off here, for the fans out there that maybe want to have a beverage with their with their Sunday football, what beer are you recommending to the fans of the show this week? Um, so if you're out in Connecticut, uh, we stopped by a brewery a few weeks ago called Niantic Public House. Um, great little spot. I mean, you go sit outside. They got outdoor tables, bringing, usually bringing a food truck. Great overall atmosphere. But one of the beers that really stuck out to me was what's in the bag. Double New England style IPA. Fruity, juicy, good amount of hops, and it'll give you a little kick too with that 8.2%. I agree, it was good. Let's say that our fans not in the New England area, they're looking for a common beer, they don't want Bud Light, they don't want to show up to their to their football party on Sunday with Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. What's a more countrywide beer that people might not know about that you recommend that will impress people at, at their Sunday football party? Knowing myself, you know, I'm rolling up with a six-pack of an IPA and a good standby that I like to have on, just ready to go, is Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. Interesting choice for our casual beer drinkers out there. Colby, thank you for the insight, and hopefully uh, you can join the show more often. Riley, thanks again for joining us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Chop Shop Sports, Twitter at Chop Shop Sports 1. Check out the website at Chop Shop Sports Network. And, of course, give our friend Colby here a follow on Instagram, Colby underscore Bruce. Thanks, guys, for joining. And we look forward to another great episode next week.